0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison. And today, like always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. Hello. And thank you once again for being on my podcast.
1: You are very welcome. It's a pleasure.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad you could make it. (laughs) So today we are for the third week in a row talking about a series. And it is the one that we promised to discuss in our last episode. Mm -hmm. Season two of Sex Education. Yes. So if you have not seen any of Sex Education yet, number one, go and watch all of it because it's amazing. Yeah. It is a British show that is about like a high school with teenagers with sex. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> teenagers and sex and high school in Britain.
1: Yeah, high school that... In a way, kind of blends into sort of like American high school, so it's in, it's kind of like a British American hybrid in a way. Yeah. In a time that we don't really know when, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's modern-ish like modern they have for sure. and things like that. But not
1: not precise. Yeah. <laughs> there's
0: but there's no like yeah they don't make any references to like current events so you don't actually know mm-hmm. what's happening like when it's supposed to take place. It's, I suppose that's true.
1: It's semi timeless, I would say. It is. And, you know, if you know Jamie and myself at
0: all, you know that we love sex and we love British people. Yes. So this show is just like made for us. <laughs> yes.
1: And it's just great, honestly.
0: It really is. It has it tackles so many, especially this season, yeah. tackles so many things. And it's like almost overwhelming, especially if you binge watch it all in 24 hours like I did. Yeah. So much happens. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does. <clears throat> um so first thoughts on season two
0: i loved almost everything about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> same i
0: <laughs> i have I, a feeling we dislike the same thing
1: too <laughs> i i think so well yeah i'm interested to see what we think about a couple different parts great. but um yeah i would say like 99 of it i loved i thought it was great it didn't because sometimes when you make like another season it sometimes fl- like flops a little bit, but this yeah. one does not.
0: It does not. Um, it's,
1: really it's just good. great. It's great.
0: And a lot of the characters that I didn't expect them to develop more, yeah. like, like Michael, I didn't really, and his oh, wife, yeah. Maureen, like that, that whole storyline oh was God. like, Oh I, wow. You know, this is awesome. they are developing that more.
1: Yeah. I, <clears> I so. adore Maureen. Sure, I know. But, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I love that she becomes friends with Jean. Yeah. <laughs> they get to Like go out dancing dancing uh yeah so yeah so do you have a specific storyline that you were dissatisfied with in any way
1: okay we're gonna start with (laughs) the dissatisfaction
0: yeah because i feel like that's a lot less than the satisfaction because most of it i was fairly happy about but let's just say i was not thrilled about eric's decision
1: <laughs> oh, see okay let's talk about eric's decision because okay it's so it's
0: <laughs> i just okay <laughs> i i see eric as like the woman in an abusive relationship who feels mm-hmm. like she can fix him and yeah. wants to stay with him because she feels like she can change him she can fix him kind of thing right and he can't but I, at the same time he's a high school student so i kind of see why he made the choice that yeah. he did make because he's a high school idiot like all of us were at once yeah. <laughs>
1: but, Well yeah, yeah. And, and in a way too it's I'm still kind of rooting for Adam to change because we do have <clears throat> moments like it's true that like up until the very end he is only seeing Eric at night they're only ever alone when he decides to like kiss him he won't oh, yeah. hold his hand in public he won't do anything and then at the very end, he has the moment where, like, after his mother, like, tells him, like, this amazing thing, which was something like, what did she, she say? Oh, you have to let... Like- yeah, you can read it if you want.
0: No, I don't have it written down. Oh, you do Yeah, she it.
1: was like, you have to let the people you know you love them, uh, the people you love know you love them, even if it causes you a great deal of pain. And he yeah. kind of, like, has this moment of realization. He's like, oh shit and so then he like runs literally all the way to the school (laughs) which i don't think
0: was close by (laughs) it
1: does not seem to be because when amy was walking she would be like three hours late to everything (laughs) yeah um but he goes he jumps up on stage like tells eric that he wants to hold his hand and like all this stuff so he's like He's getting there. He's making strides, so it's not like he's staying completely the way he was. I think he's starting to realize things. Yeah. And I think part a great part of that is not only his mother, but also the relationship that he develops with Ola,
0: and yes, how they be yeah.
1: She tells him that he's like her friend, and she's he's like I've never had a friend. Yeah. You know. So it's I think he's making changes. So it's complicated. But when we do compare that to Rahim, who is like open about everything he's like openly making out with him in public he's like i love you you know this all this and that right but it's true that like I don't know. I think he was partly swayed by his mother too, who was like, mm, "He doesn't really make you shine."
0: Right. Whereas the parent,
1: as soon as they see him with Eric, they're like, "Oh, he's shining."
0: <laughs> okay, so or Adam, say, I
1: mean, yeah, Eric is I... his name. <laughs> yeah.
0: As soon as they see him with himself.
1: Yeah, well, that too.
0: <laughs> so I, I agree with you that I like the changes Adam is making. Like, yeah. I like the character Adam a lot more than. I liked him in the previous season. I think that he is changing and he is trying to learn to like himself and to be a better person. But I don't think that Eric should be with Adam in any romantic sense. Like I even like if Adam becomes as nice as Raheem is, like Adam still like was abusive to (laughs) Eric for years made him feel afraid to be at school every day. Like I just don't like that history in their relationship at all. And I just don't like the fact that Eric, there's just like this draw that Eric, that Adam has over Eric, you know, like Mm -hmm. he's able to break up this really good relationship that Eric has with Raheem and just, just by like being there by showing up, he has this unnatural draw to Eric. And I don't like that. I don't think it's healthy. Um, but I like The progress that Adam is making, and I like the friendship that he's developed with Ola a lot. Yeah, but I just don't like Eric's decision to To
1: choose him.
0: him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I can totally understand that, and it's tough too. Like the other frustrating part about that triangle is that Eric, there's no to even to himself. Like he's fully aware of how he, like Adam, makes him feel and how he feels about him. Right. So the moment he comes back and he sort of like latches onto to raheem and is kind of like yeah let's be boyfriends and like yes i love you but yeah. knowing the full time that he's sort of like having this side thing with adam and stuff yeah. he's just like super frustrating
0: super high school
1: yeah super high school <laughs> and he's just like has no you know he doesn't care at all seemingly how raheem feels Yeah. You know, which is so seemingly like I get I wouldn't expect that from Eric because he seems to be very like aware of things. Um, And
0: I think that Eric is almost in the position where he's just shocked that both Raheem and Adam are interested (laughs) in being with him because he's gone from being like never having had a boyfriend to kind of being in being kind of a social outcast to like having all of this attention. He's just not really sure what to do with it. (laughs) Yeah. But that's still not like an excuse for acting like an idiot. And and like Otis even points it out to him. Yeah. He's like you know Adam was a bully. He terrified you for years. Why? Why yeah. would you choose him? You know.
1: Yeah, and I really liked that Otis said that because, I mean, we were all thinking it. So well, you know, we were. <laughs> I'm glad that he came out, even if even though he knew that Adam, or Eric wasn't going to react well to that. He had to be truthful and right and that's the thing that he said also he was like think about why you haven't told me about you and adam until just now
0: right and then and that's like when it clicks and and then eric does choose yeah. running sort of like on a <laughs> temporary basis <laughs> yeah. until adam makes a grand gesture and just like pulls him back in again like he's got this yeah. weird pull over eric <laughs>
1: He does, and I don't. It's not quite, healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy at all. Which is funny too, because in some of the interviews I watched with uh, Shooty, who plays Eric, he is saying exactly the same thing. He's like, you know, he he said that it's really strange when fans make those like uh, Adam and Eric love compilations, yeah. and like even during them are some of the moments where he's like shoving him up against a thing and like being right. really mean. He's like, I don't. I hope people realize that that's not a healthy right. relationship.
0: And and I kind of think that like part of the reason part of that that draw is because Eric's like first sexual encounter yeah. was with Adam but even that was kind of like forced right. like they were like fighting on the ground and then Adam just starts giving him a blowjob. Right. <laughs> and, and while you know Eric didn't push him away, it wasn't exactly you know consensual right so and that was also like a strange thing too yeah but uh, that's like a whole different topic right. of conversation
1: exactly <laughs> so I am interested to see. Hopefully there will be a season three. I think it might've been approved. I don't know. But if there is, I would like to see what happens with them Well, whether or not they work it out.
0: But... If there's not a season three, they certainly left a lot up in the air. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> so, so let's hope there's a season three. Yeah.
1: So that's pretty <sighs> much, that's pretty much uh, Eric, Adam and Raheem. Yeah. But this also leads me to another frustrating relationship In the Mm -hmm. series, which is Otis and Ola. Yeah. Because uh, the whole (laughs) thing. And Maeve, you
0: gotta throw Maeve in there. Oh my
1: god, poor (laughs) Maeve. Um, I know. The whole thing about, like, even from season one, it's clear that Otis and Ola are kind of like more platonic friends who, like, engage in, you know, curious sexual acts. (laughs) But, like, they're not in (laughs) love with each other. Yeah. And
0: And I think there's like a physical attraction like they find each other to be attractive but I don't think there's like an emotional investment on either part very heavily anyways
1: right and so it's frustrating like to see the the part I can understand like that sort of happening and maybe something develops out of it if like the writers of the show had decided to be like oh they do fall deeper and Maeve sort of just like pushed to the side but it's really frustrating and this again is like at least on Otis and Ola's part, is like a bit of a lack of communication of like him not being completely upfront about like how much time he used to spend with Maeve. And then when Maeve, which I loved because yes, open communication finally (laughs) told Otis, you know, I, I had the, she was said something like, I think you liked me last year. I liked you too. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, what?
0: Yeah, but like, was it really the best decision for me to tell him that when he's already in a relationship with somebody? I else? I mean, like, I think part of that was she was trying to break him. Oh, as and well. she said she did earlier. Yeah, later <laughs> like, on when
1: she and uh, Ola are like chatty and like talking again, she's like, "And I kind of was trying to steal him from you."
0: Yeah, sorry. Like, it wasn't just like about open communication for her. Right. She was like actively trying to break them up too. True, so. true. So she
1: should have told them when they were both single, but. Anyway, I'm glad she yes. told him at any rate, just so we have some movement with the maeve Otis story. Yeah. But the thing that kind of is frustrating, and I, I'm sure a lot of people would agree with Ola, but when knowing that he's like made the decision to be with Ola and like he's not going to pursue anything with Maeve, when she's then like, okay, well, you need to choose right now. Like, yeah. You will never have another communication with Maeve <laughs> if we're staying together. And I'm like... You can't do that to yeah. people. It's just like <laughs> impossible and also like very, very controlling. And
0: It is. Like you should never be giving somebody an ultimatum in a relationship. If it's already come to a point where you feel like you have to give somebody an ultimatum, you should probably just walk away. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's already an unhealthy situation. Yeah. Ultimatums are never good.
1: And then the fact that it devolves to the point where like, you know, he goes on the trip and he decides like, yeah, I'm going to make this work with Ola. Like, We have a lot in common. We're great, and then Ola to no fault of (laughs) yes, and he's like, "Hey, I can never see you again." And then the very next day, Ola Uh, is like, "Oh, by the way, I've been having." She didn't tell him any about about, like how she's been feeling about Lily, but she's just like, "I think we're friends only." Um, I think
0: would, we were just supposed to be friends and he's yeah. like I love you <laughs> and she's like no you don't
1: <laughs> and then he's like put in this really awkward position because like in order to keep that relationship he did do what she wanted and then pushed Maeve out which of course like breaks all lines of right know, friendship and communication with them for the moment and it, that is frustrating to me
0: it is yeah i i don't know i love ola and lily together oh my god
1: me too (laughs) like
0: it seems like such a better fit than ola and otis ever was the getting there was stupid but once (laughs) they were together i'm like yes same this is the best relationship on the show now
1: (laughs) yeah i love it and like you could tell earlier that uh, Ola would like linger a little bit when she like gave her hugs and yes. like did things. And I was like, this is going to develop.
0: I know. I, in <laughs> episode four, I wrote down some heat between Ola and Lily. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was like, saw a big build-up to that. Yeah. So that was Plus, <clears throat> we have some pansexuality and asexuality representation this season, too. Yes. So I liked both of that.
1: Yeah. I love, well, I like that <laughs> Adam being like,
0: confused what, what pants yeah he's like, like so you're attracted
1: like, to pots and pans <laughs>
0: what like <laughs> pots and pans
1: <laughs> what does he say at some point he's like i knew some oh the vacuum he's like i knew someone who used to like stick his dick in a vacuum who we must assume <laughs> was him and he's like yeah, that was normal yes. <laughs>
0: vacuum sexuality <laughs> oh my gosh
1: but um i do love when uh, that girl <clears> the I forget her name in the show, but the one Flo, I see it just here, who played Juliet and was asexual. I like that when she goes to see Jean, Jean's kind of like, you know, sex doesn't make us whole. And so how could you ever be broken? And that whole thing, I'm like, ah, Gene, you're doing your job and it's amazing and much better than Otis in that moment.
0: (laughs) I mean, she's much better than Otis at every moment that she has, like, interacting in a therapeutic way on the show. I mean,
1: minus the point where she, like, went off on all about all of the different, like, you know, she told the one kid, like, oh, she may want to fuck a ghost, basically. And he was like, what? (laughs) And then, you know, Otis ultimately, like, sorted that out. So I think they kind of, like, have moments of each one. But Otis has no training and is very liable for anything he says to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's also true. Yes. But also like both of them were kind of wrong. Like both Otis and Jean were wrong about, um, what's her name? The one who was covering up her boyfriend's face, Olivia. Yeah. Like, like both of them were wrong about why she was doing it. She was just embarrassed about her orgasm face.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So she
0: just suffocates her boyfriend every time she comes instead.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, and then Otis did to say like once he knew that he was like, oh, you should then you know, you should be okay with people, your partner seeing you with all of your ugliness and like all that. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. And then they taped each other's faces and had sex, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> which that could not have been comfortable kissing somebody with your mouth taped open, like <laughs> you're just like rubbing your teeth against each oh, other. <laughs> ouch! Yeah, exactly.
1: But um, yeah, <clears throat> I did like the build up to that as well. Where from the first day that Jean's in the school, she sees on the desk something about sex kid saved my life. And so she keeps (laughs) hearing these tidbits about sex kid on and off. And then eventually, you know, it comes down to the fact that she finds out that it's Otis.
0: Right. And
1: holy shit she is yeah, not happy about that She is not
0: although i think it's unrealistic that it would have taken her that long for someone to have mentioned like oh i was talking to your son and he said right. this or something you know like i feel like that would have come up a lot earlier
1: <laughs> right. yeah
0: but i guess they don't really know how much time passes right. in these eight yeah. episodes
1: right true it,
0: it's unclear i mean enough time for them to like Plan a play and like rehearse that and put on a production, so at least a few months. But I don't know how long those things take. That play, holy shit, what a weird interpretation (laughs) of Romeo and Juliet.
1: That play was everything to me. (laughs)
0: it was insane it had like sex octopuses in it
1: (laughs) yeah it was so funny like well first of all michael flips shit the whole time he's just like they have vaginos on their heads (laughs) and like he's really flipping out but i did like when um even because that the woman the chairman or whatever was there to witness some of it and she's just so uncomfortable because like people are <laughs> apparently in the audience like rubbing tentacles on people and she's just like what the?" not fuck? just
0: tentacles tentacles with penises on the end of them.
1: right
0: <laughs> and i love everybody who sees the flyer for romeo and juliet is like Looks like those kids are snogging in a forest full of dicks. And like clearly that was the intention. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it, just an accident. Right. <laughs>
1: and even she even the chairman was like said the same exact thing and Michael's like, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but um, I
0: I liked that the chairman the chair chairwoman, I guess, um yeah. Likes Jean so much, Same. you know, that like he sees the value in having proper, like, sex education taught to children, yeah. whereas Michael does not see the value in that and all and just hates Jean because he blames her well, for and, his marriage falling apart.
1: And not only that, but, like, goes as far as <laughs> to steal her notebook, which, oh, you know, Otis had already stolen, um, and post everything everywhere, which is just
0: That was terrible. Awful. Yeah. Like oh so God. many kids in the school re- would have been hurt by that, you know. Like oh, that was yeah. just so unprofessional It's so unethical
1: <laughs> right. for an
0: educator to do something like that that would humiliate so many students.
1: Well, and also he didn't. It could have been figured out by Gene because, like, he ripped out and threw away the pages from Maureen. Yep. So if those were the only pages not scanned and posted, like,
0: yeah,
1: and you know that a student would post his information that they his probably wife wouldn't- said.
0: Probably wouldn't even make the connection that Maureen was his wife you right that would just like assume it was another student or something
1: right exactly <clears throat> so I don't know but yeah Ugh. that whole thing with Jean poor Jean, my God she has that and I then know. Otis being like the hugest dick to her, yeah and like Ugh. luckily he makes up for that at the end by like defending her in front of the entire student population, yeah. But, sort yeah, of. just acting like his father, and, Ugh.
0: which, but he has like that moment with his father at the end yeah. then too, where he kind of confronts him and asks him, "Why did you leave me? And his father is like actually probably honest for the first time yeah. ever, and says because i'm I'm an asshole, you know, like that's just what it boils down to I'm a giant asshole,
1: right, and he makes and, him he makes Otis realize that he's been a giant asshole to like his friends as right. well. It's like and, he's
0: trying so hard to not be his father that he's becoming his right. father accidentally somehow. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I wrote down yeah. that whole quote by Remy because I really liked it. So I'll just read that real quick. Okay. He Please says, do. when you're young, you think that every everybody out there really, really gets you. But you know, actually only a handful of them do. All the people who like you, despite your faults. And then if you discard them, they will never come back. So when you meet those people, you should just hold on to them really, really tightly and don't let them go. Yeah. And then he calls Maeve. And, it, like, says, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, all of these really positive, great things tells him. Yeah. Tells her that he, like, loves her and he wants to be with her. And then fucking Isaac erases uh, the phone thing.
0: I know. Like, also, mm. who goes to the store without their phone? So that's real. No,
1: really 100%. Good. She put that down. And I was like, no, 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 no. She would have made, like, two steps you. and turned around <laughs> and, like, met Otis. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, my God. But that. And to leave the show on that note.
0: I know, with, like, uh, so I don't like Isaac.
1: Isaac's (laughs) is the fucking worst. He's so manipulative. He's doing everything to, like, catch Aaron in the act, which, like, yes, Aaron should not be doing drugs and stuff. But, like, he makes it his mission, basically, to destroy Aaron and Maeve's relationship, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically isolating Maeve so that she'll be with him. Kind of.
0: And it, and I think that's because, like, he is isolated himself, yeah. you know. He has a disability. He is unable to, like, leave his wheelchair, really kind of unable to leave his trailer without anybody's help. So he wants somebody else who can kind of live in that isolation with him, I right. think. yeah. And so he's trying to trap Maeve there. So he's very manipulative. And you're not supposed to, like hate him because he has a disability but I do anyways not because he has a disability but because he's an asshole
1: exactly no I 100% hate him but I was
0: almost like going to like him early on when we Mm -hmm. found out that he like was teaching swing dancing and I was like oh this he's not gonna be so terrible after all but then he is
1: then he's the worst yeah yeah because even like I thought yeah Mm -hmm. because it kind of they have similar stories so I was like oh they'll just be you know friends who really understand each other and it's important to have someone who like understands your life and like that right. aspect yeah. But yeah then he starts being a dick and i was like this is the worst
0: and i think that friendship is all mave wants with isaac you know she's not interested in him romantically yeah. but he's like trying to make that happen anyways you know mm-hmm. which is not okay yeah
1: <laughs> Ugh, <that's> so <clears throat> frustrating
0: it is so that's why there needs such a high school drama (laughs) it is
1: it is but that's why there 100 needs to be a season three because i cannot live with that ending you know (laughs) not knowing what happens (laughs) oh my gosh but Uh, um yeah so so let's go ahead go ahead (laughs) 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 i was just gonna mention Maeve's other storyline where she like finally realizes she's good at something and becomes part of the quiz heads
0: memorizing facts yeah (laughs) the quiz head team yeah that was an interesting like thing for her character to be interested in doing yeah (laughs) like being part of a quiz team
1: i like that she was and like it was extra fun that at least all the british people would have recognized that the quiz master who are the guy asking questions was Stephen Fry, who, oh, hosted, I recognize yeah, that. <laughs> who hosted a quiz show for like 10 or 15 years. So like, Oh, I didn't
0: know that, yeah. but I knew him from something else. Yeah.
1: He was the host of QI um, for a long time. And um, so everyone who's British would recognize him immediately. And so do some Americans now, but I was yeah. just like, what,
0: ah, Stephen, what do I know him from?
1: Um, he was in bones briefly as the, as oh, like Booth's yeah. um, counselor or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, that I do. I, that's probably, that might be it. Yeah. I know I've seen him in some other things too, but that's probably what I'm picturing him from.
1: Yeah. But I don't know, I like <laughs> that Maeve like found something she was good at. And of course she shit at it at the beginning because she's like not listening to any of her fellow team members.
0: Not working with them, yeah. Yeah,
1: but then she learns at the end to work as a team and becomes, you know, helps them win the championship. And...
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that also can lead us into Viv and Jackson's.
1: Yes. Which
0: is a friendship that I actually really liked. Me too. Oh, (laughs) I
1: loved it. Yeah. from day one of that friendship i was like yeah this is gonna work out really nice and i'm
0: I'm glad they didn't try to make it be like where viv then falls for jackson you know like it was just they're just friends and i liked that yeah (laughs) although i don't like the guy that viv is all hung up on i don't even know his name but he seems like a total ass (laughs) i
1: forgot too but like at least at the end rubik's
0: cube guy (laughs)
1: yeah uh dex is his name
0: (laughs) Yes, but at okay. least,
1: like, by the end, she seems to be over Dex, because he's, like, only doing the one thing. Like, he has nothing about him except a Rubik's Cube, basically. And right. She's like, and she kind
0: of realizes that then.
1: Yeah. But, wow. Yeah, that whole situation with Jackson breaking his hand so that he didn't have to go back to swimming. Is... I mean, I
0: wasn't surprised that it came to that. But... Yeah, no, it's clear that he
1: was, you know, we knew miserable. last time that he was miserable from that. Um Yeah. But, like,
0: also really, like, afraid to tell his mothers that he was not happy being part of the swim team, so... I don't know that I necessarily agree that it was his place to be the one to tell his mothers about yeah. it. <laughs> like, I think she should have done more of encouraging him to do it than to just put him in a situation where she's told on him like that. Yeah. But <clears throat> but at the same time, like, I know she was trying to protect him. She's worried that he's self-harming, you know, that this could lead to something a lot more severe. So right. I get it, but I don't 100% agree with it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: me too same <clears throat> i did i'm glad that she did walk in on him at the moment he was thinking about smashing his hand in like the cupboard or whatever yeah and so yeah i'm glad someone was able to intervene and by the end i think they're they're friends again yeah cuz they're like holding hands walking down the street right so they yeah have, yeah made up. Um, i think
0: he <laughs> i think it was weird that he was intending to like Re the same hand. If <laughs> yeah. you keep breaking that same hand over and over again, it's not <laughs> going to be good for that hand. Well, I guess but... it's,
1: it's, I mean, I imagine it's probably not his dominant hand, so he's not going to like smash his.
0: I don't know. know, know. Like, it was his right hand, so unless he's left handed, yeah. like, you know, then, then it wouldn't be. Or maybe it was his left hand.
1: I can't, I don't know. I can't remember. But. It but, doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, it was a hand. <clears throat> but, um, but I like after that that he's able to actually sit down with his mom and after some shouting and like rude rude <laughs> things, talk to her and like they kind of come to an understanding and come to his play and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, they kind of make it out to seem like Jackson's, I don't know either one of his mother's names, but mm-hmm. the one who's like his coach like they kind of make it seem like she is not going to understand him yeah. not wanting to be a swimmer anymore but like once she's put in the situation where her son is like literally harming himself to get out of it she's like forced to see the negativity and in, in the way that it's affecting him right but yeah i kind of i kind of agree with Jackson though that his parents definitely need to work on their relationship <laughs> oh <laughs> because my gosh. they don't yeah. ever seem happy. There's never a scene with the two of them in it where they seem happy.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. And while I think it kind of, I imagine part of it probably is the idea that she, you know, she admits that she has those feelings that like, because he's not her biological child, she has this fear that he won't love her and things right. like that. And I imagine she maybe holds some sort of like, not, disdains not the right word but in a way I'm th- I think she's probably really jealous of her wife for yeah being able to have I don't know if we know that she like can't have children or if she just didn't but the fact that she was able to actually like biologically have carry him, yeah, yeah to carry, carry him, him, and fight him I think she's a bit <clears> jealous <throat> of that or not spiteful but I don't know there's a word I'm looking for but I don't know what it is but I think no I, I know what you do mean with it. Yeah. <laughs> In a I way, think that jealous
0: probably is the right word yeah. Or, or yeah. Like something along those lines of jealousy.
1: Well, and in insecurity. a way insecurity is good. Yeah. And in a way, you know, like he seems to have the more up until this season. Anyway, he seems to have the more sort of like emotional or like, you know, loving conversations with his one mom. Whereas like the coach mom, they're always like kind of strict with each other and don't really seem to have, a close relationship in that way. Right. So, and I
0: think that's so much of like the, the coach mom. I wish we knew their names. I'm trying to (laughs) scroll through my
1: notes and I can't see them. Yeah.
0: The coach mom and the other mom, um, the the way he, like the only relationship he really has with his coach mom is her as his coach, you know, like she always is only talking to him about swimming and pushing him to swim better and like making him feel like he's not doing good enough kind of thing. Um, which isn't a good relationship that you should have with any one of your parents. Like you should not have a parent who is also a coach because you know, your coach is supposed to be strict and your parents are supposed to be the ones you go to for comfort. So
1: right? that was
0: probably never a good setup to begin with.
1: Exactly. So, well, that's probably why he started turning more to his one mother to talk about the things that, you know, are troubling him. Although he clearly doesn't talk about everything that's troubling him with her. So no, but, but
0: they
1: do know. eventually. Yeah. And they make up.
0: <sighs>
1: um, let's talk about Jean and Jacob. Jean and Remy, and... how Remy fucked that up. Well, Jean fucked it up as well.
0: Well,
1: yeah. So they kiss <clears throat> and then Jacob is like... Did I say Jacob? Sorry. Jacob is <laughs> is then like, what the... He's like, can't deal with that because that's too much. And then they break up. Um, Which...
0: I get, I do yeah. understand that, but I think that Jean's apology is not good enough either. No. <laughs> like, I think that he could have forgiven her if she had seemed more sincere about it. Right? Because she's just like, "Oh,
1: <laughs> it was a kiss. Like, it's fine." But like, it, yeah. "Oh,
0: are you really not going to forgive me for this? It was just one kiss." And it's like, "Well, maybe actually act like you're sorry."
1: <laughs> right? I think she just like immediately <clears throat> tries to downplay all of these things and. But then when she goes into the hallway after he's like, yeah, this can't work, she's just like breaking down, you know? So clearly like, she's very affected by it.
0: Right. But <laughs> considering that she's both perimetopausal and pregnant, it looks like her and Jakob will be getting back together.
1: <laughs> or at least, yeah, something If there is
0: there. a season three, that is definitely one of the cliffhangers we were left with is that he appears to have knocked her up even though she is both, that he, she is perimetopausal and he has had a vasectomy. So it's like the most unlikely right. scenario for somebody to conceive a child in.
1: Right. And we saw that <laughs> she didn't, you know, have the chance to fully sleep with Remy, although she almost did. So we right. know that so we it could only be Jakob's. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It has to be Jacob's kid.
1: Which but. is like, good thing Ola and Otis are not together anymore because like, Holy Talk shit, about yeah. complicating it even more to the point where you have you share a sibling then yeah like, like <laughs> you
0: literally have a biological sibling between the two of you so.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Lord, <clears throat> so it's a good thing Ola's all into Lily now.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: Uh, yeah, I was. Okay. I did feel sad for Gene because I think that yeah. Jakob made some good points and like it's like you are not ready for the level of intimacy that I'm looking for. Yeah. Which is not something that she wanted to hear as a relationship coach that right, she wasn't like, really ready for intimacy. But, well, that's but it's true. She's not.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is a good, a good representation of, like, someone being very good at their job and sorting other people's intimacy issues out. But, like, on her own level, she can't.
0: Like, yes. she, there,
1: for some reason. And I see that I've seen this with, like, other people who sort of do therapy and they don't. I don't know. They don't follow their own advice in a way. And yeah. so it's kind of like a strange <clears throat> cycle. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Introspection yeah, is just blocked, I guess. But.
0: I've never, I've never been to therapy nor known somebody who was a therapist. So fair. <laughs> I don't really have that experience, but
1: yeah, I feel like, yeah, all, I, I, yeah, I feel no. like it's kind of a trope in shows though, as well in movies, like, they're yeah. Of, they, they always tend to be like kind of clueless about themselves.
0: I feel like but, that's like that's kind of the case with a lot of professions, though. Yeah. Like you know, they always say like doctors make the worst patients. True, and true. Like my mom, my my father is a plumber, and like the plumbing in their house is always the last thing to get fixed because he <laughs> prioritizes everyone else's over his own. So That's like when it's your job, you don't want to have to do it. Your for yourself, then too, you know. Yeah. A kind of kind of attitude you know right right i don't know sure. as a teacher jamie you probably don't teach yourself very well
1: i probably don't it's true <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, yeah so, so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that conversation goes over with uh well
0: with i think Jane. that jean's just gonna have to get a lot more sincere in her apology to jacob yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because I do think, like, with all the looks that Jakob... And- I see I just called him Jacob, too. Yeah. <laughs> His name is spelled J-A-K-O-B for you guys. So when we're looking at our notes, it's yeah. hard to say Jacob, even though that's how it's pronounced.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> we're, we're too conditioned as stupid Americans. <laughs> we are. It's true. But anyways, like, the way that Gene and Jacob were looking at each other during the yeah. school performance, like, they had some eye contact. Like, he was definitely not over her either. But right. he just needed... He needs to know that she is serious about wanting to commit to him, I think. Right. Is what it comes down to. True, true. So let's talk about poor Amy.
1: (laughs) This is, like, the saddest and yet most empowering, like, series of scenes.
0: I know. So (laughs) Amy is on a bus and has a guy, like, jerk off onto her jeans. So she is sexually assaulted on the bus, but doesn't realize that. Like, she kind of just thinks that it is like, oh, it was nothing, you know, this lonely guy just jerked off on me and is, like, super annoyed that he probably stained her jeans. Yeah, her favorite jeans. But, like, she tells Maeve this, and Maeve is like, you have to go to the police. You know, you were just kind of, like, you were sexually assaulted. This isn't something that you just brush under the rug kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And I think that Amy would have come to that conclusion on her own you yeah. know but like Maeve kind of just speeds it along a little bit <laughs>
1: right. yeah and then at the end of that episode she doesn't even tell her mother but just goes straight to her room and you know
0: and you That's kind right. of, like, presented with the way that her mother is probably not someone she could talk to right. about this. Like, she doesn't seem like the kind of mother who would... She would react the way that Amy originally reacted. Like, oh, it's no big deal, you know? You know, he just was lonely and or whatever, you know? Yeah. But now that Amy's starting to see it as, like, actually how she should be viewing it, which is that she was assaulted, you know? Right. Like, she's has a really hard time dealing with it. She can't ride the bus anymore. She starts seeing this guy everywhere, even though he's, like, not there.
1: Yeah, she then distances herself from her boyfriend, and yeah, yeah. But
0: I loved the conclusion, like the way yes. that like she gets her power back is <laughs> she gets locked in detention with a bunch of other women in the. And um, what's the teacher's name? Do you know? I
1: her first know, name but... is Emily. I don't remember what the rest of her name is, but yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, she is like you. Your assignment in detention is to like find something that bonds all six or seven of you together as women. And what they realize is that they've all either been sexually assaulted or harassed at some point in their life. So I think that most women who you lock in a room could come to that same conclusion. (laughs) So that was like a really like empowering moment then that they were like, well, you're not alone. You know, we've all been through this, you know?
1: Well, and not only that, but then like the next day, all of the the women are at the (laughs) bus stop waiting for her. That was so awesome,
0: yeah. that was really awesome so I like that storyline and I like that she's then able to kind of start getting close with her boyfriend again and I love that he's like well I don't care if we ever have sex again I just miss talking to you and I'm like oh that's so sweet
1: Uh, I
0: love Steve 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 is
1: a Steve Steve, (laughs) that's so sweet
0: they're like so total opposites because he's like a genius and she's a complete dead Right. (laughs) I love them together (laughs)
1: So sweet. <clears throat> and then she oh and then she wants to be a baker and <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's like oh my god did you know you have to have like flour and sugar to bake things
1: well i love like that same day after she's like at the police station everyone's trying her cake and they're just like slowly spitting it out i like... know
0: <laughs> I'm like, how, how do you mess up a cake that badly? I don't
1: know. Unless you because just put, like, too much salt they, in it or something. I they
0: all come with detailed instructions of how much of every ingredient True. to use. So, like, you could not mix it well enough and it would be clumpy or you could bake it for too long or not enough. Yeah. But, like, they all seem to think that it was just, even, like, the icing was, like, how do you mess up icing? It's literally milk and powdered
1: sugar. Right. <laughs>
0: like, there's two ingredients. Spoiled milk, maybe. I butter. Don't know. <laughs> I guess butter, too. But. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it was funny.
0: <laughs> but I, I like Amy. I Me like too. Storyline. Yeah,
1: and I'm glad that she and Maeve are still friends. And yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. I like their relationship too. I think that they're it's like a good friendship.
1: Yeah, one 100. I liked. um So this is like departing drastically from that storyline, but <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> That's okay. I thought it was funny that so, you know, for like the first entire season, we have Otis who like. Is trying to come to terms with his own sort of like feelings about you know physical touch and sex and things like that. Yes. And can't even touch himself, but then at the end he like you know has I'm an I orgasm. Off. <laughs> and then the entire first episode is just oh him like jerking off at every given moment and just like, like cool. getting boners left and right
0: completely uncontrollably masturbating. Yeah, like (laughs) Like, riding
1: to school and then stopping off in a forest. I'm like, what is happening here?
0: (laughs) Oh my god, it was so insane. To the
1: point where he's doing it so much that he can't, like, get, you know, get hard with Olo and she's trying to give him a hand job and stuff. I know.
0: And I, th- I think the joke is that he doesn't actually have an orgasm for the first time until he's, like, 16, I'm guessing, yeah. is what he's supposed yeah. to be. So now he's, like, making up for lost time by just jerking off nonstop for, right. like, a solid month or something.
1: Right. <laughs> but... And luckily, <clears throat> that's, you know, taken care of basically in the first episode, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he gets
1: that all out of his system. He does. But it was funny uh. to see. And then, like, his explorations with Ola and others are just kind of hilarious as well, I thought.
0: Um, we can definitely talk <laughs> about the fact that he loses his virginity finally, but doesn't even remember it because he was blackout drunk. Oh, my God.
1: And to who but Ruby, Noah, no less.
0: <laughs> the most popular girl in the school who Their apparently girl. likes to make out with nerdy boys when she's sad. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> they all want to be with her. And he's kind of like, I don't think that's true.
0: But. I just I just was disappointed like yeah. in this show in having this be like the way that otis enters the world of sex because well, he was like so concerned about it being yeah you know with somebody he was in love with and like he doesn't even remember it happening <laughs> like,
1: it's so ridiculous <laughs> well i mean that was just like a cascade of shit show because it really that was like after he got exceedingly drunk and basically told off both ola and Maeve and insulted them severely yes and then he sleeps with ruby Although, I think, like, the commendable part of, like, the show with in regards to Ruby and Otis is that, like, the in- entire interaction with them when he's, like, you know, taking her to get, like, the morning after pill and, like, being yeah. supportive of her and, like, all of this stuff. I thought it was very sweet, like, how their day yeah. went together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and him kind of, you know, making her feel a little bit more, like, better about herself at right. some point. but. Yeah, I agree that I was very I was very shocked to see <laughs> that he had slept with Ruby.
0: Right. I, I thought it was going to be something where she would like remember that they hadn't actually had sex. You Me know, too. like they just yeah. like, kind of crashed in their bed to, in his bed together or whatever and went to sleep right. after tr- having tried but failed, but like no, they actually <laughs> had sex and she remembered it happening. Or that whereas he did not. <laughs>
1: right. Or it would have been like a bud what was her name, Jessica, situation in Grace and Frankie where, like, he actually just fucked a couch instead of her. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah.
1: But yeah, nope, apparently, and it's like they lost the condom somehow, but.
0: Yeah, maybe it's still up inside her, like, his his fear. Yeah. <laughs> Have you checked your vagina? <laughs> it's still inside of you. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, <clears throat> but I mean, like, way to be responsible anyways, and, like, get her the morning after pill and all that, and yeah, Make sure but... that you don't knock her
1: up. Right. Yeah. But good God, that was surprising.
0: Yeah. That oh. was definitely not what I was expecting to have happen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I also liked the moment with um Otis and Ola when he's trying to like <laughs> learn to finger her.
0: <laughs>
1: and so he's Googling like the clock technique or something. Oh my
0: God.
1: And it's just like the worst <laughs>
0: Apparently he's just like jabbing her vagina.
1: Yeah. But again, it kind of like starts with like a lack of communication because she's like feigning an orgasm.
0: Right.
1: It clearly is just not great. And then I love that she tells Lily and she's like, ah, oh, it's it's fine. And Lily's like, it's it's gonna happen again. And she's like, I absolutely must tell him then. <laughs> And, but then Lily is like yeah. the one who actually
0: <laughs> ends up telling him. She's like, but it's something. She's like, my friend's boyfriend is terrible at fingering her or something.
1: Yeah. And he was like, oh, I have you're this really, friend. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I have this really great technique. She's like, my friend's boyfriend, you're the boyfriend. You're, you're the bad boy. at fingering. <laughs> and he's just like, oh.
0: <laughs> Don't tell Allah I told you, but work it out. Figure yeah. it
1: out. <laughs> well, and I love later when he like, goes to see. She must have been in the first season but I don't remember her but like he seeks sex advice from that girl in the library.
0: Yeah, she she I believe was like the one of the two in the lesbian relationship in the first season oh. that he helps counsel. I don't think the other girl was in that relationship. I don't know why she was there, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay. But yeah, so, I think
0: that's why where she came in. Because so he knew that she had experience with fingering. So he went to the expert.
1: Right. And I love how she's just kind of like, So you DJ'd on her vag.
0: Oh my God. And like <laughs> the, the detail of him, like what he does to the orange <laughs> when she's like demonstrating what you were doing. And he's just like tearing the orange apart with his finger. Oh my God.
1: It's destroyed. By the <laughs> I'm
0: like, Oh my God. <laughs> how can you not look at what you're doing and right. realize that it has to be wrong? <laughs>
1: And I love that she's like, you know, every orange is different. Tune into her orange.
0: (laughs) Find out what flavor she is.
1: (laughs) And then throws it back to that girl after he's done.
0: After he's ruined it forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, my God. But, yeah. So the other important relationship is probably going to be Maeve and her mother. Ah, Aaron. Yes, we haven't talked about them really at all. And it's just sad.
1: It's so sad because, like, <laughs> at the beginning, Aaron comes back and, like, you know it's going to be trouble, but she gets you a hope. job for, like, <laughs> two days. And she's, <laughs> yeah, she's literally. like, you know, Maeve starts developing a good relationship with Elsie, her uh, half-sister. And uh, Aaron, of course, then, like, loses the job for whatever reason. And, like...
0: Probably that's... The day she slips and exactly. starts losing again is when she gets fired because I think that she looked really out of it that morning, then where she was just kind of like all passed out on the couch. Yeah,
1: and yeah, and I, uh, she had told the story, maybe told the story about how when her mother like slept a lot when she was on drugs, so like, yeah, we know immediately,
0: yeah, and I just, I, I think that, you know, Maeve made the right decision to, oh, 100%. to call the police because she doesn't want Elsie to have the life that she had growing up, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but it's just, it's sad because you know that her mother is going to slip, you know, like from yeah. the very beginning when she comes back and you know that like it's not going to end happily. <laughs> yeah. But it's still like you hope, like, you know that maybe it will kind of like the way when otis's dad comes back and he says something to eric like i really thought he came back just to see me this time you know like she's just hopeful that this time it'll be different but
1: it's not it never is yeah and she kind of like it's extra heartbreaking just because like she does ultimately like let her in you know yeah lets her back into her life and like start sharing things with her and like you know, doing motherly, daughterly things, and yeah. uh, it's starts so to try,
0: starts to try and rebuild that relationship a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. I mean, and I, I, yeah, I just, I just feel bad for both of them because maybe, maybe, or Erin was telling the truth and it was just a one-time thing, and she was, you know, not going to slip up again. But at the same time that's probably unlikely for an addict.
1: <laughs> well, and she still had like a stash in her yeah. bedroom, which presumably she was going back to get when she right. stopped back in. And I mean, you know, she saw Maeve told the story about how her mother was like on drugs and drugged, you know, like out of it. And she like burnt herself severely with yeah. something or the other. Beans. And then like that same day when she sees her mother, like snooze on my couch is when her, her sister's like grabbing at knives and stuff. Yeah. So she's like, this is really dangerous. So yeah, I one hundred percent her uh, support her decision. It's just really unfortunate that like her mom then did show up to the quiz show and she was just like distracted and had to be like pretending she didn't call <laughs> CPS yeah. on, the children- yeah. on her. Oh, uh. that's
0: probably the saddest relationship in the whole series is theirs because it definitely doesn't end happy like the last words Aaron says to Maeve are like I'll never forgive you for this but like it's really uh, Aaron's fault you know she's the one who slipped up and started using drugs again and has a three year old child who needs to be protected Right. so yeah
1: yeah (sighs) but yeah. yeah so lots of things to get to in the next um, season.
0: season. Hopefully the next season will come because, yeah, we got a lot of cliffhangers oh, yeah, there. a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> Which I understand, like, shows need cliffhangers so that people f- have incentive to, like, watch the next season. But right. it's so frustrating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's even more frustrating with a British show because you never know if they're actually going to do another season. Right. <laughs> and they always just tend to leave you hanging. So, like, we've got... Gene pregnant. We've got um Adam potentially like hooking up with Eric. Eric.
1: Open. We've got
0: yeah, openly, like actually coming out as I guess probably bisexual. Yeah. Um, we've got Otis having told Maeve that he was in love with her, but Isaac deleting that message so Maeve doesn't actually hear it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we've got Michael being kind of fired from his job. Yeah, true. Um we have, I guess, we could see if anything, like, if Raheem just, like, goes back to France or if he hangs around. Yeah. <laughs> that whole situation. Um, is there anything else?
1: Uh,
0: I think that's... That's a lot of cliffhangers. That's a lot for of cliffhangers, show.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, like, every storyline ends in a cliffhanger, basically. Pretty much, pretty much. So we definitely need a season three, producers of Sex Education, if you're listening. Yes. We request a season three. <laughs> because oh, I'm yeah. sure they're listening to our tiny little podcast.
1: And they are, I'm sure. Um, um, do you have any quotes that yes. you liked from the episode?
0: I don't have a ton of them. I've got like 10, okay. but let's read some off. Do that. <laughs> saying, my body has complete control over me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the girl seeing Rahim and saying, what group is he in? I don't know, but I think I just had a very small orgasm. <laughs> it <that> was Lily. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Eric saying, "You have discovered the wonders of your own penis, my friend."
1: Oh. <laughs> um. I forget who, but someone saying to Adam, Adam saying, "I don't need help, sir," and someone saying, "We all need help sometimes." Yeah. Oh, he was at school. Then.
0: This. Yeah. It was like the. Commander, I guess,
1: of the school. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, I don't know who said this because it was just like a random person who comes up to Otis in the hallway and he says, my girlfriend says my cum tastes like kimchi. Why do I have a fermented dick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I would like to know why as well.
0: Also, yeah, and side note, I've gotten really into eating kimchi recently. So, so now, delicious.
1: <laughs> now you have that image in your head. Kimchi I can. mean,
0: that would be fine because kimchi is delicious. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Amy saying... Uh, oh, about the cake. Oh, it didn't look so bad before, but then I was on a, on the bus and a guy wanked on my leg and I got a bit of a shock and smushed the cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy also saying, cum is kind of like a penis having a sneeze. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, the, Amy in the police station, or in, I guess, the interrogation room with Maeve and she farts and she says, like, sorry, I fart when I'm scared because the officer comes in and sniffs around.
0: <laughs> It must have been a very potent
1: first. <laughs> it must have been.
0: Oh, I loved it when Rain says, take me somewhere yes. you feel happy. I was like, ah. I
1: like that, too. I was like, that's a cute thing for a date. For a it student. really is. Um, I said that one from Jean. Uh, let's see. Uh, this must be a Shakespeare quote, which Jackson probably says to um, Viv when practicing. But love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. I was like,
0: "Oh." Yeah, that's from A Midsummer's Night Dream, right? I think that's what it's from.
1: Seems likely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I liked it when Jean was talking to one of the students, and she's like, you always need to wash your penis. And the guy's just like, always? And she's like, always. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I don't think that as a high school student, you should need somebody to be telling you that at the. That oh my point. god, no. But, <laughs> but good in thing. case there's any high school students listening, you always I mean, need hell. to wash your penis.
1: <laughs> in case there are any adults listening, anyone and, of any age.
0: And your vagina for that, right? Oh, yes.
1: Just wash everything. Preferably. Always
0: wash your pits, tits, and naughty bits.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have Eric saying to Adam, it's kind of hard to like someone who doesn't like themself. Yeah. Which is true.
0: We also have Eric saying as he follows Adam off into the dark. Okay, this is how I die. Yeah. I <laughs> like, like, why are you going if you feel that way? Then?
1: I love that. Well, because Adam doesn't even say anything. He just kind of like I walks. Well, I guess he says, "Are you coming?" or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, I would have been
1: like, "No." Tell right. me what the like, hell you want right going? here in front
0: of my house underneath the streetlamp. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do like that. That junkyard
1: makes like several reappearances, and like the yeah. girls go there to break things and. That was kind of funny. That was
0: nice. It's probably, I've never done that, but I imagine that no. it is stress relieving.
1: Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forget what the situation was, but it must've been like a really awkward scene and like craziness. And Eric just say, Oh, maybe it's Otis dancing awkwardly. I can't remember. But Eric <laughs> says at one point that was withering. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's a good way. Let's actually adopt that. Instead of like, that was a shit show. Terrible. <laughs> that
0: was withering. <laughs> uh, we have when Ola is dreaming about Lily for the first time. <laughs> Ola just says, where's Otis? And Lily says, I think I might have killed him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I think I've said all my quotes. So I'm not...
0: um, I have two more left. Um, Ola, <laughs> well, we kind of said this one already, when Ola says, I'm pansexual, apparently. And Adam's just like, what, like pots and pans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Adam at the end when he says, is it like Frozen? Because that was very sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like Adam's watched Frozen. Which See, is
1: so they, he has an interest in like plays and musicals, whereas like Rahim was like, that was the thing also is that like Raheem really didn't like anything that Eric liked. Yeah. He was going to it just to support him, but he was like not into any sort of like church or anything like that. He thought it's right. ridiculous. Which like which... some of us agree, but... <laughs>
0: And, and, like, it's fine to have different passions and oh, do different 100%, things. 100%. Yeah. you know, you have to have something that you enjoy doing together.
1: Right. <laughs> but, like, from what we could see, like, Raheem and, and Eric were only really, like, they seemed to be very physically attracted to each other. Right. But I don't know. We didn't find anything, as far as I could remember, that they actually really liked together. But
0: Yeah. And I think that, like, Eric's mother had a point because... He used to, like, you know, he'd put on makeup and fake eyelashes and get, like, really, you know, glitzy and glammy. But, like, once he started dating Rahim, like, he loses his sparkle is how his mother yeah. puts it. He doesn't make you sparkle. And he kind of, like, literally isn't sparkling anymore because he's not wearing glitter and stuff all the time like he used <laughs> <True>. to. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Trying to be more normal, I guess.
1: I guess so. But, but yeah. I think that's pretty much it for Sex education season two.
0: It is. And like as we said, if you haven't watched either season, go and do it because it's definitely worth the watch. It's a longer series. Um each episode is close to fifty minutes, but it's worth it.
1: One hundred percent.
0: That's how so much shit happens in eight episodes. Yes, <laughs> because they're all long.
1: <laughs> exactly. And so um if you've made it this far listening, uh, thanks for listening this far. I know that the last <laughs> few episodes have been longer than our traditional 30-ish minutes.
0: But that is um, what happens when we start discussing series instead of movies. <laughs> true,
1: true. And uh, if you have another series or film that you're interested in us uh, watching and discussing, please feel free to let us know on Twitter. You can do so at nno podcast.
0: Or you can send us an email at navigating Netflix originals at gmail.com. And one last time before <laughs> it is officially released on this Friday, I wrote a book. It's called Lila and Lucas. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And soon on Friday, it will be available for sale. So I'll have go... links available on my pages once that happens. Yes.
1: <laughs> so definitely so check it check out. Check
0: that out. <laughs> Jamie edited it, so if there's any typos, it's his fault.
1: Probably true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty,
1: so, uh, yep, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will be back next time with something. Bye! Bye! <laughs>